So yeah. you just mentioned Play Doh, and Crumb just dropped a new album where where Theory has it did all the beats, man. And they have some issues with the cassettes getting out. They're not out yet. So since that happened, they dropped it a couple days early, man. And I just, I can't stop pressing play, bro. And it reminds me, because I'm sure you heard Bare Knuckle Gospel, which Rob Bigson did the beats on that, right? I did. Yep. He dropped, I think, what was it? Time Capsule that he dropped on his uh, IGTV, where they were like yeah. in a little camper. And I just from hearing that, I just, I couldn't wait. And these are throwaways, really, found B-sides? Yeah, it's embarrassing when literally their throwaway record is better than anything I've done, ever done. So, but that's just, that's like what, that's what talent is about. And I think, you know, I think everybody, you know, we all, in, no matter what kind of walk of life we're in, it's a privilege to kind of work hard and try to be as good as you can at what you do. And hard work gets us a long way, but that's why we love sports. That's why we love music is because there are just people that are prodigious and gifted and um, theory and, um, and Doug and Chrome fit that bill. And, um, you know, they just, what, whatever they touch is just. Right. It, it definitely just, seems that way, man. <laughs> it's just, it's just it. So, I mean, so, so I, I, I kind of dubbed it uh, Bare Knuckle Gospel 2 for me after after hearing the first one and then playing this one the last few days, man. I, I, I think he did well with it. I mean, is that something, when you say they're throwaways, obviously, as a musician, you spend some time on them. Is that just a situation where, say, you put yourself in those shoes and, hey, these are my B-sides. How much time do you normally spend on something like that? So... So this is a very so this is a very specific story with respect to Spat, and I'll I'll share it in a second. But um, you know that's like just the way some artists. I think actually, I think especially historically, I think a lot of artists have been like this. So you go on. I mean, you'd hear about Pac or you know people going to the studio and recording fifty songs and then picking the best twelve. And I've never really. I've never really related to that. I never felt like I had the luxury of either time or content. I mean, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any material to waste. Like it's just, if, if, I, if it comes out, I better, I need to figure out a way of using it. And that right. doesn't always make, that doesn't always make for the best song or the best, the best album. But um, so I think that's kind of, I mean, it's sort of a very traditional way about going, going about making a record is doing, you know, do, doing a lot of material and picking the best front, which I think it, it makes sense. In this case, so, um, so Theo sent him just a bunch of beats. Okay. And I, and um, Theo Doug just like. Hatchet, for those that don't know, right? Yeah. And Doug just wrote, and Crumb just wrote to all of them. So he had like, he just wrote all of them. And um, I, I hope, I'm praying that I'm not reveal. I'm not, I don't think I'm like revealing anything that Trump wouldn't want me to, but he, um, he actually, so I fan, you know, even though we're crew, I fanboy him like everybody else. And um, <laughs> he knows, he knows I'm always available for like a cheap, like confidence boost. And then whatever he sends me, I'm going to like lose my mind over. So right. a lot of times he'll send me stuff. I think literally just to get like a, like a cheap, a cheap, he sends it to me. But anyway, he, he, um, 
he had sent to me and a couple other guys, he had sent me like the drafts of all of these songs and was wow. like, look, I need to, I need some help making some decisions as between these. And so my son and I were actually um, headed to a tournament and um, he, my son was playing a tournament. And, um, and so we had them all loaded up and we just sat there and like, listened to them all. And my, I had, I had my son, he had like his notes app open and he had like the titles of all like the drafts. And then we had like this matrix of like criteria. We were like, wow. we were just like rating it in, in the different criteria, like the instrumental, like the content, the flow, like uh, everything. Uh, and, um, and so, um, and so, yeah, we like crunched the numbers, like, <laughs> like crunched the numbers and like had our, like had him like, tiered out into like oh, different, man, bro. different levels and then i sent like doug like crumb this whole memo on like where we what we thought <laughs> how like, everything right and that's like so and hey like kind of you know it comes with the caveat that like again like well, i've already confessed like whatever the quote-unquote like worst songs that they had done were you uh, know i would i would have given my right arm to like have been able to like produce a song like that in my life but um and they were all kind of draft they were all sort of sketch versions even right. of what you hear now um so it was funny the other day and i haven't i haven't been on twitter a whole lot but it's funny that it was that's what that's what happened when you brought it when you quoted that lyric from rummage sale right. um and then crumb uh tagged me and was like rummage because because we uh because like we were like that was one of the ones that like my son and I were like, I don't know, that, like it's a, it's a fresh instrumental, like you spit, spit good on it. We're not sure. We're not sure that we're feeling the rummage say or whatever. Sure we're uh, that right. so, much. so, um, but it was also because the like, Theo, on there too, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why he, yeah. So, but like Theo, Theo hadn't put any of the cuts or any of the vocal samples or anything. So like it oh, extra, oh like it, like it, like ex besides the fact that it's kind of like just a weird, it's a weird phrase to kind of like right. in the verse, like try to spit whatever it was like just on its own Island. So, um, but anyway, so, so I, so I think, so I, I don't want to put words in crumbs now, but spat came out of that. It wasn't kind of what I said, but it was, uh, I think, a combined evaluation between him and Theo and some other people as right. to, like, what was the premium stuff. And, but, but Spats, I mean, everything on there is amazing. The crazy part is, I would just say, as a little bit of a, like, a spoiler, the real record has, I, would, I was trying to think about it today, has, like, four or five songs that are like in another stratosphere. I mean, oh, like, wow. so whatever you think about that, I mean, I'll, I'll be oh. more conservative. There are at least like three songs on the real record that are just in another stratosphere. Um, Even man, I believe it. But anyway. Indeed, I think, uh, and that's, that's one I think about that he did on, I think it was Lonely Superstar, he did that record, uh, Mr. Mike Arfong. Yeah. <laughs> Like same thing. I'm like, man, who is this dude, bro? Well, he has oh. such he has such range. So I mean, he, that stuff is like a crisper, polished, melod right. more melodic, more in the pocket. And this, he he even said, I mean, it was definitely my reaction. There's a song on the new record that'll, and I I don't I don't you wouldn't have had to spend time with Lab Click, but Lab like listeners' first group was all just really like really really grimy 
really grimy instrumentals and samples and then just kind of like and doug is never off kilter and he's never not in the pocket but like this record is about as like blowing through the beat as doug gets like he's just kind of eating the he's just really eating the instrumental and this these these records feel in some ways they're different than anything crumbs ever done because they really feel like that a little bit like that throwback lo-fi i mean i definitely i definitely get that bare knuckle gospel comparison because it's like raw and grimy but um like i think he and theo were really trying to make something that felt like organic's not the right word but just kind of like really stripped down and just kind of like like just going at itself. Sort Indeed, of thing, so. man. I, I think they're on to something for sure, man. So Definitely. before we transition into your book, What is Sport? Um, how the NBA season ended, man, and what has happened the last few weeks, bro. Like I saw a post the other day that said we went from the super team, super team era to the duos era. I mean, L.A., for the for Kawhi, he leaves Toronto. He's in LA. LeBron's added AD and some more pieces. Like, what's going on, man? Yeah, I mean, it's um, it was a really it was a really painful end to um, it was a really painful end to the to the finals. I mean, because I could sort of live without Durant being able to finish out the, right. the finals, but. Um, but to have Clay go down, it just it sort of steals something from everybody because whether whether the Raptors had gone on to win, which I think they still had a good shot of winning, or the Warriors found a way to do something sort of historically special, kind of Indeed. you know, um, I just think it kind of robbed the series of kind of what it really was to have right. clay go down i mean the warriors were probably going to win that game their clay's having a great game um probably going to push it to a game seven and it right. just it would have given everybody to see what kind of everybody was made of in that moment so i mean the raptors played out of their minds Absolutely. and Kawhi deserved the mvp they do not they do not they don't even win that game but for van vliet's performance at the end they don't they yes. don't win game six. And that's always frustrating. I mean, it's, that's what championships take. I think one of the most frustrating championships of the last 15 years was that. Well, it wasn't a championship. One of the most frustrating sort of playoff runs was that Orlando run. I always I, – I, I, I don't always, but I refer to it in, that, in our podcast. But, you know, a lot of times it's, it's those like – it's like those side pieces stepping up and like that, you know, the – and you know the supporting cast yeah yeah, playing above their heads green did it and the raptors are full of those guys but they were they're a great great team but yeah it's left the the free agencies it's just you know it's taken it's taken someone as eccentric or as sort of self-confident as Kawhi is to kind of um and and kd too to sort right. of write the to write the ship on this like player collusion era. I don't mind it. I, I'm not an anti. I'm not anti player empowerment. In fact, Kawhi is exercising his player empowerment. But what right. he's not, what he's not, and and Katie, what they're not, um, what they're not sort of giving into is this idea that 
um, they can't sort of make their own own. They can make their own decisions and their own way at the same time. Right. So, um, I don't know. It's cool. It's going to be a great. Yeah, it's going to be a great man. season next year. I just wish KD was going to be healthy and back. That's Same what. man. Same. That's good. it's going to be interesting seeing uh, Brooklyn though, even with just um, Kawhi there. I mean, not Kawhi, just with uh, Kyrie there now. But that's going to be an interesting one and a good time for us to transition into basketball before we even dive in sport right? definitely a sport definitely a sport definitely a sport keep it locked to the seat lot